It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, good morning. It is Todd filling in for Harold today with Mustafa Saimi and joining us on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline as we do every Friday our Crossfire segment with State Representative Cindy Munson, who is the Minority Leader and the future Speaker of the House, Mr. <laughs> Anthony Moore. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Oh, man, don't start that rumor. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Cindy. Okay, I started laughing because I thought he meant me, and I was that's like, yeah, I, right. Ah, that's what I thought. Hey, I, I, only I, one of us is going to receive any votes for speaker this year, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> well, we will see what happens, but we can always dream, can't we, kids? Oh, man. Well, hey, I wanted to start off just talking about something different because obviously you guys are out of session. There's still stuff going on. On, But I want to talk about what's happening politically in the country right now. Uh, over the last, you know, 30 years or so, it seems like the labor movement, unions in particular, have have been kind of a dying breed. But now it looks like could there be a little bit of a resurgence? We just had the auto workers go on strike. They got some concessions. Uh, we've had the actors and screenwriters going on strike. They just got concessions, too. But yet uh, more than half the states in the U.S. have right-to-work laws. So we'll start with you, Cindy. Are unions, is the labor movement making a comeback? It's a great question. I, I actually think yes, and I think it has a, a lot to do with not so much political ideology because people naturally, you know, put Democrats and unions in alignment and not always Republicans. But I think what's happening and what we're seeing across the country, especially with auto workers and then, um, you know, the actors and writers and, and, and even nurses, um, is just, you know, record profits happening at the very top. Um, while those who are actually doing the work and, and making those profits happen aren't necessarily seeing the same financial benefit. Um, and then, you know, when we're looking at just what we've all lived through in the last three years, post-COVID especially, people have shifted their mindset on what work looks like for them, you know, whether it's working from home, remotely changing their careers, figuring out what they're worth, <laughs> what their family actually needs, and then, of course, the cost of inflation and just everyday basic necessities costing us more. Uh, workers are uh, realizing, you know, we need more here. We can't work two, three jobs and take care of our families, you know, properly and in the way that we want to. And so I think there is um, there is there has been a resurgence. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with that financial and wealth disparity that people are feeling across the nation. Anthony, what are you seeing those same things? Well, you know, I kind of agree with some of the points that Cindy made. I think that some of it is the fact that, you know, people are are. are under really a lot of stress due to some of the decisions that our you know federal government has made over the last few years i think that also uh, another part of that is we're seeing you know while we're seeing record lows around the country and in, in unemployment rate we also i mean every one of us can attest that there are people looking to hire you know employees all over everywhere we go and so i think that that's a big part of it is that really that you know, it's kind of a little bit of a pendulum and that, that has swung back to the employees side. That's where the unions really, you know, thrive. And so 
when you're in a market where, you know, if you if you're done and people can replace you easily, you know, that's you know, in employers, you know. Uh, kind of have the upper hand, and so I think that it is swinging back the other way. And I think that's a really good question, Todd. I mean, it's not something that I've really stopped and thought about until you mentioned it. Uh, you know that we were going to talk about it. So I think that it is uh, kind of swinging that way, and I think the pendulum kind of goes back and forth a little bit, and it's probably headed that direction. I wonder how it uh, how it affects you know right to work states like Oklahoma. I mean, one of the reasons we had right to work is because the argument was like you shouldn't be forced to join a union if you don't want to. Uh, of course, the the unions said, well, that takes away our bargaining power. You know, with companies like UPS and stuff, if they don't have to join a union does has that made a a big impact or has it been much ado about nothing cindy it hasn't made it made an impact i mean policies like that i mean there are first of all there are still unions in oklahoma there are um in fact i just attended a a um firefighter event last night and lots of different labor unions were there in attendance um, but it does make it more difficult. It certainly makes uh, people more um, hesitant to, you know, talk about being a part of a union, being a member of a union, talking about unions in general. But, you know, regardless of right to work policies or right to work states, there are still people who live in these states, specifically in Oklahoma, who want to make sure that workers have rights. And if you are a worker, you know, an employee of a, of a company or an organization, you know, making sure you are receiving a living wage or the wages in alignment with the work that you provide, that you have health care, that you have some kind of benefits to take care of yourself and your family, especially when a catastrophe happens. Um, so it certainly makes it difficult. It doesn't mean that it's impossible um, but I, I think even, I mean, we were talking about across the nation what we're seeing happening, but it's happening here in Oklahoma, too. Um, Workers United is a group that has um, really grown and made a presence here in Oklahoma. Those are mostly made up of Starbucks workers, and we see that, the, the Starbucks issue across the country, but they have a big presence here in Oklahoma City, or in Oklahoma City, but in Oklahoma in general. So, um it, it can try to slow down the labor movement, but there's still people who have those same values um, here in Oklahoma. Well, Anthony, I think one of the things that kind of brought down unions, especially in places like Oklahoma, is, you know, in a more conservative state, people were concerned. They liked maybe the benefits of higher wages and, and some of the health benefits with unions, but they didn't like that their union dues were going to political causes that they didn't agree with, right? Yeah, that is a part of it. And I'll tell you, you know, just speaking from my own personal experience and what I've seen, you know, my dad go through with some of the electrical, you know, union stuff, you know, he, he worked all the way up and he was never part of a union, but, you know, some of the employees were and, uh, and now he owns, you know, owns the company. And, and so, he, you know, he didn't have a choice as to whether it was going to be a union shop or not, because when he bought it, it already was. So he was kind of forced into that. And so there, there's a give and take there. And I think that, you know, I think employees should have that right to work. And I really, you know, you probably can give me a good education on Todd, because I know that you were doing the news during all that. And, you know, Governor Keating, you know, did a fantastic job with that. And it's something that kind of really cemented his legacy in Oklahoma. And I'm really, really thankful for that. And I think that it's, uh, you know, it, it's a give and take, but I do think that, 
uh, overall, uh, you know, we're probably shifting a little bit towards more employee power given the the shortages. But uh, I think it's something that's going to be interesting to watch and just kind of keep the pulse of. Well, you know, when I look at the union, there was a time when it was really needed. Now, there was something that came up just a few minutes ago in terms of uh, Todd suggested that a lot of people would join these unions with the expectation of more money and better benefits. But these benefits are granted to the other employees that are non-union members as well. And I don't and and so the struggle is not so much in my opinion with the the people that have the shop or the people that are union as much as it is the people that benefit from the political connection and I want to for state representative Anthony Moore to address the stigma that perhaps the democrats get blamed with for unions. Well, you know, I I can't tell you that that's the case really around here because I know a bunch of the unions in Oklahoma really um, support globally across the board everyone, but have really done a great job with the Republican Party in the state. You know, in the last uh, you know six years or so, have really made a big difference. And so, uh, you know, we have we have we enjoy really good relationships with several unions on the Republican side. And so, um, you know, I know that. You know, campaign contributions is something that we always look at, especially probably, you know, as we kind of start to ramp up into the federal stuff. But uh, locally, I sure feel like, you know, I and again, I think it's just because of the way Oklahoma is, you know, where we, you know, are a little maybe a little different and, and being a right to work state. But the unions really support both sides pretty well uh, and have really good relationships with both sides, at least here. But I do think that that's probably a federal you know, more national uh, concern, definitely, Mustafa. And Cindy, how do you feel about that so-called stigma? Because I know Joe Biden. Are you getting a bigger check I'm, I'm, is what I'm, he wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think just, you know, what I said at the at the very beginning with my, with my question, or my answer, my question, my answer around, um, you know, within, I mean, within union membership, there are Democrats and Republicans. Politically speaking, you do see Democrats typically uh, being a little more vocal, being more supportive publicly about unions. And, and it is, and I think it does have to do, I mean, I, well, there is, stig- there is a stigma there, but I think <clears throat> it is because we are, we tend to be more vocal. We tend to be more supportive. We also tend to put policies forward that are more focused on the worker versus um, the person who is in charge of the worker, believing that, you know, if you take care of your employees, you pay them well, you give them the benefits and the things that they need to live a high quality life, to take care of themselves and their families, you're going to get a better product. You're going to have higher profits. Why? Because people are happier. They're healthier. They're able to be present in their work, um, and, and that people are not little robots and machines. These are human beings, and we should take care of human beings. There should, you know, we, we have to have, and you, you mentioned yourself as the enjoyment we all get to enjoy because of unions, 40-hour work weeks, weekends, holidays, paid holidays, um, health benefits, things like that. And then, of course, safety measures, especially in these work um, workplaces that are more dangerous. You know, not everybody wants to work at a pork processing plant out in the panhandle. Um, and that place exists um, that it exists because it, you know, there's jobs there. And, but we've got to take care of those who are doing the jobs just because people are there and willing to do it. 
um, doesn't mean we take advantage. And um, and historically and traditionally, Democrats usually are the ones who are pushing policies to protect workers and are more vocal about it. Personally, I miss sweatshops, but that's just me. Uh, We're talking with Cindy Munson and Anthony Moore, both state representatives, our Crossfire segment. We're going to get around to uh, sports gambling next, but we'll be right back with more right after this. Checking in on the Beef Checkoff. Joining us today, Heather Buckmaster of the Oklahoma Beef Council. Heather, let's talk about cattle producers and how they can find out more about checkoff dollars. So if you're a producer and you want to learn more about how beef checkoff dollars are invested, the first thing to do is visit drivingdemandforbeef.com. Everything from the beef checkoff's annual audited financials, contractors' yearly funds or authorization requests, checkoff program updates, and annual reports are available on the website. Checkoff meetings are also open to every producer who pays into the beef checkoff. On a state level, you can visit Cattleman's Corner on our website at oklabeef.org, where we have links to our annual reports, national checkoff annual reports, the Federation of State Beef Council's annual reports, and a link to the annual reports of the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Our board of directors are checkoff paying volunteers and it's important to them that their neighbors are able to see the funding decisions they are making. So once again, visit drivingdemandforbeef.com to learn more or visit our website at oklabeef.org. All month long, you can warm up at Lucille's Roadhouse with a bowl of creamy loaded potato soup or savory chicken and dumplings. Or if deep fried goodness is more your speed, then try the fried catfish, french fries, and hush puppies. Available all month long at Lucille's. And don't forget about Lucille's this Thanksgiving with all-you-can-eat turkey or ham dinners and all the Thanksgiving fixings. Open 6 to 2 in Weatherford and 11 to 2 in Clinton. Lucille's Roadhouse on Airport Road in Weatherford and 2020 Lexington in Clinton. We at DJ's Rentals and Sales are proud of our military men and women. To show our appreciation, we would like to announce that we're offering a military discount on Hustler zero-turn mowers. These discounts are available to both active duty and veteran status. Buyers must provide valid military ID showing active or veteran status. Head on down to 911 South Main in Elk City. That's DJ's Rentals and Sales for this Hustler Zero Turn discount. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Hammond Phillips is now part of Select Water Solutions. Select is a leading provider in all things water, from sourcing, transfer, recycling, infrastructure, flowback, well testing, disposal solutions, and fluid handling and fluid chemistry. Our mission is to focus on developing sustainable water and chemical solutions with a commitment to conservation and reuse. Select Connect. We are all connected by water. The Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation Care Facility offers skilled nursing in a quiet setting of a small town. We pride ourselves with positive attitudes and you can rest assured your loved one is receiving the most loving care possible. We offer physical, occupational and speech therapy and a wide range of planned activities on and off site. Come join us for a tour of our facility at Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area according to government sources. Binger Nursing Facility, the place for someone you love. H&R Block of Weatherford, Clinton, and Elk City, and a Darko Dozer and Trucking, and Elite Vapor. We'd like to take this opportunity to salute our American heroes. My name is Michael Seward. I was in the Navy from 68 to 70. I was a Naval Reservist. Veterans Day means that the people that have given their lives and have given for the country, those are the best people in the world. Those are the people that I want to be around. That's one of the reasons why I like being in the center here. 
because these guys are, are the salt of the earth. They're the best people in the world. And so that's what Veterans Day means to me. The, the country acknowledging that the veterans have given so much. And I think that that's what the best part of the Veterans Day is. Remembering Western Oklahoma veterans this Veterans Day. From H&R Block of Weatherford, Clinton, and Elk City, and a Darko Dozer and Trucking, an elite favorite. It's time for your health check with Weatherford Regional Hospital. It's October, which means it's time to break out your best pink attire for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. One in every eight women in the United States has a chance of being diagnosed with breast cancer at some point in their life. And an estimated 230,000 women will develop breast cancer this year alone. However, nearly 90% of women diagnosed with breast cancer will survive thanks to early detection and early screening. Early detection is always the best defense against breast cancer, and personalized treatment plans are key when it comes to saving lives. In honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Weatherford Regional Hospital is committed to the fight against breast cancer and would like this month to serve as a reminder to get your early mammogram. This has been your health check brought to you by Weatherford Regional Hospital. Welcome back to our Crossfire segment brought to you by ASAP Energy. They have the ASAP General Stores. They have the car washes. And, of course, they have Lucille's Roadhouse in Clinton and Weatherford. And if you haven't had breakfast yet, uh, get on over to Lucille's. You will not be disappointed. Joining us on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline, our state representatives uh, that always join us for Crossfire, Anthony Moore representing the right and Cindy Munson representing the left. Well, Governor Kevin Stitt over the last week has proposed sports betting in Oklahoma. We knew this was probably going to come in, uh, eventually, and uh, he has made an offer to let tribes have brick-and-mortar uh, sports betting operations uh, with a 20% tax. Uh, Cindy, have you looked over the governor's proposal? What are your thoughts on that? Well, <clears throat> another day in Oklahoma, another day that Governor Stitt puts a proposal out there regarding uh, uh, something with the tribes when he should be having conversations and figuring out ways to cooperate instead of putting out his own plans before having those conversations. And so, um, you know, to be quite honest, I haven't looked at anything seriously because I know it's not a serious proposal. Uh, and, um, you know, my hope is that if he if he is moving towards seriousness, that he will take time to sit down with tribal leaders and have a conversation uh, just this last week. Um, and, and I think the week before, Speaker McCall in the House of Representatives held an interim study um, ha inviting tribal leaders to come to the state capitol to talk about compacts and um, the history of compacts and you know, really trying to educate lawmakers and the legislature on the relationship between state government and tribal governments. Um, wish he would have attended that. That may have helped him. But, you know, whatever proposal he's he's put out there or will put out there in the future, you know, just won't go anywhere until he sits down and has a real conversation with tribes. So, Representative Moore, uh, do you agree with Cindy that the governor should not even propose something? No, I don't. I don't think that's exactly what she said. I hope, but uh, I think that I, I, I do think that you know he uh, continues to put out legislation 
which is really not shouldn't be his focal point. Uh, and I think that if he's going to, he should probably have conversations with the actual folks that are elected to propose and vote on legislation. Just an idea, uh, you know. But I think that um, sports betting is something that you know you hear about quite a bit. You know, when you're knocking doors, it actually kind of comes up a lot more than you think it would. Um, but I, you know, I have not gotten to read in detail, you know, what his plan, his proposal is. But I do think that that's something that really people are pushing for, uh, you know, all over the state. And, you know, I think we voted on it in the House all three years I've been there. And so I think that it's just a matter of time. And I am at least a little bit, you know, there's a little bit of positivity coming from me today because, you know, he's at least trying to do something that will greatly benefit the tribes. And so this is something that they've, uh, you know, been definitely interested in. So, you know, maybe maybe we're trying to move in the right direction. Let's let's look for the bright side here. Cindy, part of the governor's proposal is not just to open it up to tribes, but it would let, you know, the FanDuel's and DraftKings of the world also do that legally in our state, but also a uh, regular uh, non-tribal citizen could open up a sports betting place if they pay the license. Do you think the tribes would have an issue with that, or is uh, should it be open to anybody? Uh, I I mean, I don't I do not want to speak on behalf of the tribes, but I think they'd be willing and they've shown a willingness, quite frankly, even with this, you know, the, the last year or two back and forth with the tribes and the governor, they have, have still shown up and shown their willingness to have a conversation and figure out what can work best and benefit the state of Oklahoma and and the tribes. You know, they have they have to uh you know, work on behalf of their tribal citizens, just like, you know, the governor says he's working on behalf of the state of Oklahoma, and no one's disagreeing with that. They still come to, you know, every, you know, they've been to his inauguration, his state of the state addresses, they they show up to the Capitol, they are always willing, even in the media, when they critique, they still say we're open to have conversation. And so I, I think I can confidently say I wouldn't doubt that they would be open to having conversation. Um and and hopefully he will take them, you know, take their offer and and do that. And to Representative Moore's point, you know, talking to legislators, there have been legislation and bills that have gone through um, even this last year regarding sports betting. Uh, but I think the lawmaker, uh, Representative Luttrell, who worked on the bill, probably had more conversations with the tribes than the governor did, more serious conversations. Um and so uh, I think they will have they would have a willingness to do so. And, and hopefully we can move in that direction. I would like to see the fighting stop coming from the governor um, and hopefully we'll get there. Well, Anthony, uh, in our few seconds left, uh, I bet no matter what, we get sports gambling done in Oklahoma, don't we? I think so. I think I think it probably does cross the finish line. But I like the play on words. Always a good, always good for uh, a good laugh, Todd. Thank you. <laughs> you can you can bet on it, can't you? Uh, all You're right, you can take sport. it to the bank. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. State Representative Cindy Munson, Anthony Moore, always enjoy our conversations. And, uh, man, I really appreciate what both of you do for our state, even though I love to give you a hard time, try to get you riled up. But uh, you guys both do a great job. Appreciate you both. Appreciate it. Great job this morning. Thanks, Mustafa. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Cindy. It's always a pleasure on my part. Have a great weekend, folks.
All right, that wraps up our Crossfire segment brought to you by ASAP Energy, Inc. News from the Radio Oklahoma News Network. I'm Dale Forbes. Conservative Republicans in Congress say pulling a major appropriations bill off the floor is actually a sign of progress. Funding for the federal government runs out a week from today. Oklahoma Congressman Josh Burkeen says he's backed what is known as an open amendment process. I had uh, an amendment that just got added to the financial services general government bill. Oklahoma law enforcement now ticketing tribal members for their license tags. Details from Radio Oklahoma's Bob Sands. If you drive a vehicle with a tribal license plate, don't live on tribal lands, and your tribe hasn't compacted with the state for a license plate tax, you can now be ticketed. The Oklahoma newspaper reports that's already happened in Garfield County for a person who got a $249 ticket. Dozens of tribes do not have compacts with the state for their tribal license plates. From the Radio Oklahoma News Network, I'm Dale Forbes. You probably know Stillwater Milling has Oklahoma's trusted source of animal feed for over 130 years. You might not know Stillwater Milling's agri-centers carry a wide variety of products to help you get the work done all around your property. Lawn and garden, pet supplies, animal health, pasture supplies, and so much more. Come see us at one of our four Stillwater Mills agri-centers or visit us online at stillwatermill.com. Oklahoma Ag Mediation is a program offered free of cost to agricultural producers. Cheyenne Sparks tells us more about the program. Oklahoma Ag Mediation Program facilitates mediations across all 77 counties of Oklahoma. Anybody that is in agriculture, whether you're a lender, you're a producer, you work contracts, you have fence line disputes, family farm transitions, if you are in agriculture in any kind of conflict, we're here to help. And it's just to make sure that the conversation keeps going. For more information, you can go to okmediation.gov. All right, welcome back to the right time for Western Oklahoma. Todd and Mustafa filling in for Harold. We got John Adams over in the newsroom. Good morning to you. Good morning. Happy Friday. <sighs> it is Friday, isn't it? It's, Good morning. It's not. It's it is Friday, but is it isn't Friday for me? So it isn't for me either. We we both <laughs> we both get to work tomorrow, right? Yeah, yes, sir. So, well, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. No, uh, no, no you complaints. Know, weekend weekends coming up. Uh, I let's see. Who do the Cowboys play this? They week? play the Giants this week. Oh, Whoop. that'll be easy. Daniel yes, Jones Giants, is now out for the Giants season. Giants this week, and then the Panthers next week. Oh wow! Two yeah. gimmies. Yeah. Well, you know what? We also played the Cardinals and lost, so. Well, that's true. That's true. Anything's anything's possible. I was going to say playoff football tonight, too. I'm loving it, man. I tell you what, uh, some really good games. Yeah. Uh, Clinton, man, it's always so nice to be district champs because <laughs> hosting playoff oh, games yeah. in the friendly confines. Oh, yeah. Is because we've gone up to Bethany before and uh-huh. it's been tough, but Bethany is is coming here, and then Weatherford. Hey, uh, I I believe that they have the talent. You know, they've been hit by the injury bug, but boy, playing in Tuttle that is going to be a tough place tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, good luck to everybody. I and was where's Thomas? Say, uh, Thomas Bunapachi, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. That's They're gonna right. Be at Bunapachi, and then 
Elk City. Oh, They're at home. They're at home. They host Newcastle. Newcastle. I was going to say, if that I'm not mistaken, I thought it was Newcastle. So Yeah, the racers. So, so yeah, and uh, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, those teams in the east, like Wagner, mm-hmm. you know, they, they are all getting fired up. I mean, you know, we've gone back and forth over the last several years. Is the west the best or the east <laughs> in 4A? Yeah. This is the time of year that we find out. And, uh and, and you know what the uh, craziest thing is? Next week, most likely, unless something weird happens, somebody is going to take the long trip to Poto in oh, the state. Oh, man. Oof, man. I they're... never want to do that again. Oof. That's what I, that's but that's got to be what four hours from here. It's basically Arkansas, Ugh. but it's it's like hillbilly almost Arkansas, <laughs> and it is it is scary stuff. Trailers up on blocks, yeah, banjos playing, yeah. You're like playing. you're like where is Burt Reynolds? <laughs> Keep Ned Beatty away. <laughs> Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.